our dominant thoughts and emotions create the circumstances of our life. Hi, welcome to the Tarun Stevenson Leadership Channel. I'm your host, Tarun Stevenson, and we are all about helping you lead, communicate, and grow to your full potential. Whether you're tuning in on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, or your favorite podcasting app, don't forget to subscribe and follow so that you can stay up to date with all our latest episodes. All right, here's the latest episode. Let's get into it. Well, hey, everybody. I'm here with Mike Pettigrew, and he's coming in all the way from Ireland, and it's such a pleasure to talk to you today mike thanks for coming on the show thanks Drew. my pleasure my pleasure i'm really excited about our conversation today as i was just going through some of the topics that you've suggested for our conversation you talk a lot about goal setting and mindset and attitude and how that affects us and that's a personal passion of mine especially with mindset i love talking about that sort of stuff so i'm really looking forward to uh hearing what you have to say now uh Mike is an entrepreneur, serial entrepreneur, and a best-selling author of the book, Most Powerful Goal Achievement System in the World. It's been in the top of Amazon personal development charts for three years. Is that right? Yeah. yeah congratulations. That's that's no mean feat because that is a competitive uh, niche in the Amazon market. So uh, we're yeah. really looking forward to hearing Tesla from you. Is, is, is a tough one to to... to stay up there yeah absolutely fantastic well mike why don't we start by just you telling us a little bit about yourself how did you get into personal development and um how did you get passionate about mindset and goal setting well tarun my journey's been a long one i started my first business when i was only 15 years of age wow. and then 10 years later i started my first real business after i left college i was an electronic engineer when I first started my first company in um, 1987, mm -hmm. I built that up over a period of what, about 14 years, sold it to a multinational in 2001. And I thought I'd taken kind of early retirement. <laughs> Life often has in store for us things that we cannot possibly imagine. Yeah, well, 2020's sadly, testament to that, isn't it? Oh, I mean, look, look the 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 prerequisite for success is usually failure yes now yes. as i say I, I had a successful business i sold it i thought i was at the peak of my success but little did i know what was about to happen i made some bad investments and mm -hmm. i trusted people who i should not have trusted yeah and to cut a very long sad painful story really short 16 years ago i lost everything our son was born and I couldn't feed him or my wife or myself. Wow. It, it was the most frightening year of my life. That year we lost a quarter of a million. The previous couple of years, another quarter of a million. And, you know, I remember actually spending my last 10 euros in the entire world. It was just awful. Every morning for, for that particular year, I'd waken up just wanting to vomit with the fear. It was that bad. I'd literally crawl to the toilet, to the bathroom, and I'd be sitting there for, oh, my, my terrible stomach problems. The fear was paralyzing. All I can remember is waking up every morning, going, oh, no, no, not another day, not another day. And you know, prior to this experience, I was really optimistic, really positive. My mindset was pretty good. Was that created and that created for me wealth yeah. our mindset is the beginning and end of everything i've, I've a, an expression that i use a lot our dominant thoughts and emotions create the circumstances of our life our dominant it. thoughts and emotions create the circumstances of our life now that situation how did i turn it around because i assure you i did well it got so bad, as I say, I just, I, I, you know, I couldn't take it anymore. I just literally said to the universe, this must change. I will change. Show me what to do. Because I knew that I'd gone from a very positive person to a very pessimistic, negative person, expecting more bad stuff to happen with constant fear. And when you constantly have the same repeated thoughts with strong emotion, 
you get what you're fearing, you know, exactly. but you can turn that on its head. You can use it in a very positive way. So yeah. I got to this point, as I say, I just couldn't take any more. I thought, show me what to do. I'll do anything. Just show me. And it's amazing. Sometimes our desperate prayers are answered. And the very next day, I, I picked up a book. Uh, it was a, an, an e-book. It was written over 100 years ago. It was called The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Wattles. And this book, I mean, obviously the word getting rich jumped out of me. I desperately needed, not just to get rich, I just needed to survive. Anyway, The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Wattles. And this book, a very short book, uh, actually it's the source material for the movie and book The Secret as well. Okay, yes. And it was all about gratitude, the power of gratitude. And just reading it, oh my goodness, I saw how far I, I had slipped mindset-wise. Yeah. So reading about this, you know, gratitude, it acts like a magnet. It draws into our lives mm. all sorts of amazing benefits, coincidences, synchronicities, whereas resentment, fear, complaint <clears throat> pushes all those good things away. So I had to change my dominant thoughts and emotions I had to do very fast. So I decided to do what today I call my crazy gratitude experiment. And I have another book called Unlock Gratitude Now. And it's, it's in that, but it's also in this book as well. Okay. So what's this crazy gratitude experiment? This changed everything. I fully realized before this experience that our thoughts and emotions create our reality. So to change this whole situation, I had to think in a different way and feel in a different way so reading this book about gratitude which you know the the science of getting rich i decided to do this crazy gratitude experiment that's what i call it today basically what i did was i would remember a time in the past where i felt sincere deep gratitude and i dwell on that memory for a couple of minutes because it would take a few minutes before you know the fear would disappear but after remembering that experience for a couple of minutes, gratitude started to bubble up. It was a bit difficult at first, but you know, doing this every 30 minutes of the day, by the end of the first day, our circumstances had not changed, yeah. but I had changed. I, for the first time ever, I was look, feeling possibility. I was thinking in terms of possibility. My mindset was starting to change. And after, you know, after a day, I didn't even need to remember that time in the past where I felt gratitude. I could bring it up just by bringing up the memory of the feeling. Right. So, but that was the beginning. <clears throat> within three days, now not everything changed within three days, but the coincidences started, the synchronicities. For example, I got a phone call from an old competitor. Now he was looking at me as Mike's the rich guy who sold his business to a multinational. And he said, hey, Mike, how's it going? We haven't spoken for three, or three years or so or four years. How are things? I did not want to answer that question. I said, oh, great, great. How are you? Tell me about your life. Yeah. So I was just so ashamed, you know, yeah. of what I've done. And he, he told me something that changed my life. He said, oh, Mike, I'm getting so much business uh, these days from Google Ads. I said, what are Google Ads? This is hmm. the very beginning of Google Ads. He said, you know those little square ads down the right hand side of the search results I said yeah he said I'm getting so much business from that I said really that conversation yeah. that conversation has totally changed my life wow. uh, now I have a very successful marketing company I spend five or six thousand a day dollars a day on google ads facebook ads and bing and all mm. that conversation that synchronicity that coincidence changed my life. I now have a very successful well, couple of businesses. But I'm not saying the entire situation changed instantly. It did not. But the positive coincidences started again. So I am utterly, utterly convinced that my dominant thoughts and emotions create my life, my circumstances, and my opportunities, and missed opportunities. And I'm convinced about the same for you, you, you Taryn, and every 
when uh, everyone else in the world, I call you Taryn there, Taryn, <laughs> everyone else <laughs> in the world, uh, you know, I'm absolutely certain of this. And this is the, you know, the, the why I wrote this book, because yeah. I, most people are literally caught up in, they're victims of their own yeah. thoughts and emotions. And that is the biggest thing that stops people achieving what they want in life, yeah. their mindset how they feel and how they think. And a lot of, you know, there are a lot of goal achievement systems out there. Some of them are pretty good. Some of them are abysmally bad, mm. but irrespective of what goal system people use, or maybe they don't use any system at all and they do it haphazardly, irrespective of all that, how we think and how we think determine is the most important factor. And I, I, I you know, ask any kid, you know, when they're, when they're, ask any child or any teenager, what do you want to do when you grow up? Their eyes light up mm. and they tell you with absolute confidence, this is what I'm going to do. And then what happens is we leave school, we go maybe go to college or university and things, you know, good things, bad things, but life is not as easy as we thought. And by the time most people reach their 30s, they've had the hell kicked out of them. Hmm. They've had so many exp negative experiences like relationships going wrong, careers that don't quite go the way they wanted. And people close down their belief in what's possible. They stop dreaming. Yeah. They start settling for second best or even fifth best. Hmm. And that is the saddest thing, as the saddest thing that can affect human beings are, are and not just difficult experiences, conditioning. We're conditioned from the time we're born. You can't do this. You can do that. Don't dream too big. You know, I, I remember hearing this um, saying, and I think it's awful. I've heard so many people saying it. Don't get your hopes up too much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the most damaging statement to a kid. Don't yeah. get your hopes up too much. And I've heard it myself, you know, as, yeah. as a kid. And I've heard yeah. so many people, so many parents saying it. Okay, it comes from love. You don't want your kid to be too disappointed. Yes. But implanting that thought, just, it can wreck lives, you know? Yeah. So to get back to the point where we can start dreaming again yeah. and start planning big things, it's so important. You know, I... I I ask so many people, in fact, I ask everyone, I haven't asked you yet, but, but what I ask, I ask everyone, you know, what do you want to achieve in your life? What do you want to have achieved by the time you leave this world? Yeah. Most people, blank expression, blank expression, glaze, look, uh, I'm not so sure. The most important thing we can do is get clear on what we want. You might think, so I'm true. Not clear. I don't know what, I don't know what I want. If we just get a, a, a pen and a piece of paper and spend 30 minutes brainstorming all the things we would like to achieve at some point, we can cross off half of them later, no problem, if they're not that important. But just to get clarity on what we'd like to do if everything were possible, just pretending if everything were possible. Yeah. So getting to that point of clarity is the number one starting point. Yeah, and, so good. I'm, I'm just going to pause you there for a minute, Mike, because I, I want to just dig into a little bit of what you're saying about how uh, negativity can really close people down. And one of the saddest yeah. things I'm observing now with uh, younger people, say within the in their 20s and teenagers today, they, it's like they've been fed a steady diet of negativity by the media, by pop culture. And so many of them are going through even school with no dreams at all. It's that they've got this victim mindset is that the world is against me. I can't do anything. I can't buy a house. I can't, you know, and the somebody somewhere or this, the voice of uh, pop culture has told them that uh, life's too hard. 
And so many mm. of them have given up and they've become resentful and angry. And uh, when I listen to some of these guys on, on social media, they're just ranting about the state of the world or the state of politics. I'm, I think to myself, how sad it is that you think your, your success is dependent on some politician or some, you know, other person oh. in power. It's just, it's really it's devastating. Hard. Yeah. 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 Oh, definitely, true. Like, you know, I think that conditioning has always existed. Mm. It's just done in different ways before. Now it's done through social media. Now, you know, I think isn't there a there's a a, a saying in advertising? You know, every everybody, but it, 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 every day see something like fourteen thousand different ads. You know, of some shape or form, yeah. we're bombarded all of the time on what we should think. And what, how we should feel and how we should look and how we should behave and what we should expect and social media in many ways it's, it's great but it's also it's, it's killing people's ability to think for themselves yeah. and it's extremely dangerous in many many different ways you know it, it's just you know flicking flicking through mm. it, it's an addiction but it is i think the greatest thing gift we have lies between our ears mm. and i honestly that is this saying that you know we only use a 10 percent of our brain probably a lot less particularly now and people's attention span has become so short it's mm. instant gratification it's instant 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 mm. and but you know what there's, there's also even we can get very negative about this there's a lot of negative stuff out there but remember just a few months ago my um our son he's 16 yeah. he came into my office and said dad i gotta tell you this like what he said i lockdown and COVID 19 for me has been fantastic i said really tell me more he said look you know all that time we couldn't go to school he said i've learned i've discovered my passion for learning not yeah. school stuff but I love learning. I nearly yeah. cried through it. I nearly cried so because good. that is the door that has opened yeah. it has opened to all possibility. Okay. People close down, people get desensitized, people get they stop thinking. Yeah. You know, I remember back in the 90s, late 90s, I heard this really worrying statistic about people in the US, people who leave school, kids who leave school. And that's probably the same in other countries, I'm sure it is. So like 90% of people who, uh, once they leave school, they never read another book for the rest of their lives. Wow. Yeah, That is horrendous. Now, we live, even though COVID-19 absolutely exists, and I'll give you lots of personal experiences about that, sure. really awful stuff, but incredibly good things have come from it as well. The world has forced... The world's businesses have been forced to test, at least test, at home working. Yeah. And that is working very well. Isn't happy it? staff, happy business, yeah. you know. And uh, that can reduce three hours behind the wheel every day commuting to yeah. work. And, you know, sometimes the world has to be forced in a certain direction. Yeah. But I, we live now at a time in history where there are more opportunities more opportunities than any other time in human history yeah. and you might think what but lockdown i can't I can barely get food I, these things exist absolutely sure. but there is an amazing way to ed educate oneself you know back in the early days of business i never picked up a business book even though i had a successful business i thought business books are boring you know where did i get that from yeah after losing everything and after building it back, I've discovered very clearly the fastest way to transform our lives, the fastest way to become successful is to learn from a mentor or mentors, people who've already achieved great things. Because you know what? We don't have enough time, hours, weeks, months, or years in life to learn it all through our own trial and error. Now, my first business was successful through trial and error. Oh, my goodness, there's a much faster way. You know, I spent a fortune on my own self-education now because there's a very big difference between working smart and working hard. 
we can work very, very hard and trial and error, and we might get there with a bit of persistence. But learning from, I mean, one website that springs to mind is udemy.com. You know, one of many, many websites where you can literally learn any new career very quickly, very quickly. And, you know, I have a marketing company here in Ireland and we specialize in financial services. Uh, We actually generate leads for most of the insurance companies in Ireland. We help the insurance companies get new clients. And back at the beginning of the year, back in, what was it, March? Hmm. At the end of March, when we were in our first lockdown, I was speaking with my clients, some of them, and some would say, some of the bigger ones would say, oh, Mike, we're just waiting to see what happens. Hmm. And others were saying, oh, Mike, we're looking, we're doing our damnedest to find out what opportunities exist that didn't exist before. Yeah. The way the two mindsets, one, company has become huge the other one has less about a quarter of the staff that he had before it's incredible i've seen that with small business i've seen that with small businesses as well through covid you know some of them have pivoted they've reinvented themselves and they've just gone on to greater and greater success and and like your son you know they're saying covid 19 has been the best thing that's happened to them and yet yeah, others have been devastated and that's not to minimize their experience, but I think you're right. It's, it's the attitude that you go into these experiences with that really determines the outcome you have on the other side. I, I remember uh, finishing my last of an 18 workshop tour and I flew back into my home city and uh, just as they were announcing lockdown in Brisbane and all these planes were parking. I'd never seen it before. Hundreds of planes all parking and, and I thought, you know, something's different here. Something's going to change. And, and straight away, I was thinking, okay, what am I going to do? If I can't be on the road, which is my business, if I'm not in front of people, how do I make this business work? And, you know, just had to reinvent myself, had to find ways to be on. This podcast came out of that experience, you know. And, uh, and so, like you say, I think if you become somebody that approaches these challenges with a mindset of, okay, where are the opportunities? What, what can I actually do that I haven't done before? Uh, that, and you approach it with an attitude of, of gratitude, uh, yeah. those doors open up to you. And uh, funnily enough, uh, through that experience, just as my business was slowing down, uh, you know, I started attending a church that had to close its doors. And they said to me, do you know anything about online church services? And I said, well, as a matter of fact, I do. I do everything online. And, and so I ended up helping them. And they invited me to join their leadership team and start working with them. And so right through COVID, I've been working with the church in, you know, their digital space and and helping them to adapt as well. And so, like you say, if you just keep that open mindset of opportunity and gratitude, the the opportunities present themselves. I find you don't have to go looking very far if you've got a mindset that says, hey, how can we, uh, how can we take advantage of this situation? So true, so true, true. And, and you know, we, we might be under the impression that we have to drastically change everything really, really fast, you know, and that can be then overwhelming. So we don't even start, get started. And that's what stops most people achieving their goals. Yeah. They, they write down their goal and they look at it and think, oh gosh, where do I start? Mm. I could, I, you know, all we need to do is take the first step. Good. And you know what? When we take that first step, even if it's educating ourselves or whatever, hmm. the next step will appear. Yeah. And then the next yeah. step will appear. Rome wasn't built in a day. The most extraordinary businesses all started brick by brick by yeah. brick, you know? And that that is, I think most people just don't see that. They no. don't see that, that the most extraordinary things can happen from just consistent small movements forward. That movement forward, that energetic forward thrust, it's like it Mm. magnetizes to itself all sorts of possibilities and and synchronicities and opportunities like you you said. I mean, there's the the experience or the uh, the saying, God helps those who help themselves, Mm. you know, or the universe supports those who 
are clear and who make effort. You know, yeah. I'm a total believer in cause and effect. You know, you make a cause and there will be an effect. Yeah. Not make another cause, there will be an effect. And it, it's 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 just the beginning. Getting this started is what stops so many people. But irrespective of what goal achievement system we use, and hmm. um, as I said earlier, our limiting beliefs, our conditioning, if we don't address that at some point, what is possible for us may never happen. Yeah. I'll give you an example. Uh, in, in this book, and actually I'm giving a, a copy, a free downloadable copy to all of your audience. Great. There's a very simple exercise in this, how to root out limiting beliefs in any area of your life, mm. whether it's finances, whether it's career, whether it's relationships, root them out, find out what they are, see mm. them really clearly, and then overcome them, erase right. them. Think, how can that be? Because I, I give you an example. A lot of people have all sorts of, oh, sorry, all sorts of, um, I have all these triggers that I, I do high performance techniques that have triggers to, you know, bring up energy and tap and qigong and breathing. And then I go back to my work two minutes later with a lot more energy. I was one of those reminders. So I won't do it. <laughs> but, okay. you know, this simple exercise, you know, say for instance, say for example, you every month, the end of each month, you're broke. You're just barely paying the bills. And that's been going on for ages, years, maybe. Obviously, in that sort of case, it's highly likely you have limiting beliefs surrounding money. That's why you don't have wealth. So how do you find those limiting beliefs uh, around money? You'd be amazed at the thoughts people have about wealth, the negative thoughts. It's often things that they've heard their parents say. It's things that society says. I'll give you an example. As I say, this technique is in this and go, it goes into it in detail. Very simple, yep. very quick technique. But basically, you write out on a piece of paper and then you read it out loud. Mm -hmm. I can't, in this case, become rich. Or it could be, I can't have a happy relationship if it's relationships that you're... But whatever area... Of, you can apply this to any area of life, but here we're talking about riches and wealth. So you write down, I can't become rich because, and you say it out loud, and you write down the first thing that comes into your mind. You've got to do this part of the exercise really fast because you want those instant responses that are coming from your subconscious mind. So good. Now, if you do this fast and you do this 10 times, I can't become rich because, and then you write down the first thing that comes into your mind. You don't analyze it. You don't think about it you just write it down and if you do this fast you will be coming up with your subconscious responses yeah, and you will be amazed the sort of responses that people have i can't become rich because money doesn't grow on trees rich people are greedy uh, if if i was rich everybody'd hate me you know all these negative thoughts but and then you you grade between one and ten each of your ten responses and you find those with the highest emotional charge, the ones that make have, you don't may not understand why, but there's a, some strong emotional attachment to them. The ones that don't really have no feeling, you can cross them off. So you're left with four limiting beliefs surrounding money that are definitely affecting you. Hmm. So then the next part of the exercise is to, and this is where you you do this part slowly. You come up with positive op opposing beliefs to the ones you've written for example um i can't become rich because money doesn't grow on trees you, you flip that on its head i can become rich because i live in a universe of abundance mm. and there's more than enough to go around something like that uh, i can't become rich because rich people are greedy ah mm. i can't i can become rich because rich people are generous which is usually the case, actually. And oh. so am I, you know? So you flip things on their head. And right. once again, you, 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 you whittle it down and you then convert, you convert your positive responses into affirmations. Now, affirmations are an incredibly powerful way. 
They are just simply positive power, empowering statements you make to yourself morning and evening aloud with emotion. This is the language of the subconscious mind. Repetition plus emotion, repetition plus emotion. This is how we become conditioned by everyone and everything that says anything to us. If we hear the same thing again and again and again, and there's an emotional response, we start to believe it. You know, so, so true. it's so true. also the way to counteract it by yeah. introducing new positive thoughts and with emotion and repeating it regularly. And this may sound idiotically simplistic, mm. but this little technique honestly changes lives, it changes the future, it changes the realm of possibility. What was once impossible suddenly becomes possible. It's like the doors, big thick oak doors that have been closed for centuries are finally mm -hmm. opened and brilliant light on the other side. Anything becomes possible. So, yeah. you know, it's amazing how often the simplest things, the simplest tools are the most effective, you know? I'm so would you, would you say, that, effort, would you say that this is why most people fail to achieve their goals. You know, we're, we're at the beginning of the year. A lot of people have made New Year's resolutions and statistics say that 80% of them will abandon their New Year's resolutions by mm. week three of January. Uh, oh, and, God. you know, what you're describing here is really digging down to the motivation or what yeah. drives you when you're Absolutely. going after something or the blockages, internal blockages that stop you. And yeah. it's a lot of the time, New Year's resolutions are, I want to do this, but we never take the time to delve beneath the surface and, and challenge the mindsets or the attitudes that may prevent oh, so us. Talk to us more about the reasons why people fail to succeed yeah. or fail to achieve their goals. Well, true, I'm, I'm a big believer of minimum effort, maximum result. And usually what most people do is massive effort, minimal result, you know. So there are little, little strategies, tools and techniques that can move the needle the most. And that's, yeah. I, I believe, it's my, how would you say, my mission to share with people those little things that can make the biggest difference. Yeah. And the, you know, at the beginning of the year, this is, it's, it's so sad. A lot of people have really sincere desire and motivation to change their lives but firstly i don't i think most people don't strategize anything they just write their goals down they might look at them occasionally but they don't actually start taking little baby steps and that's all it takes baby steps you know and if you watch a a, a baby a toddler learning to walk picks it, it, just, it takes a few steps and it falls down and it doesn't then sit on the floor with his arms full of things ah I, I'm never going to learn how to walk, so I'm not going to bother. No, that toddler gets up again, takes a few more steps and falls down again. Mm. Picks themselves up, walks it. And over time, over a short period of time, that little toddler can walk. Mm. But this is the thing. Most people give up at the first hurdle, the first stumbling point. Very few people go on to the second or third hurdle. Mm. Very few people go on to the fourth and fifth hurdle now there are always hurdles whenever we align ourselves our life in a certain new direction there will always be it's almost like you know the 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 um the understanding in science for every action there's an equal and opposite reaction if i push against the wall the wall pushes back with equal force whenever we have a forward momentum in life we we'll always encounter resistance. It's the air resistance that enables the air, aircraft to take off, yeah. okay? So it's, it's like we invoke from the universe challenges the moment we set a goal. Hmm. Most people give up at those challenges. But if you study the lives of the world's most effective people, the world's most uh, successful people, people who have changed the world, and I've spent my whole life doing this, yeah. You'll find they have one, uh, they have one thing, that, well, they have many things in common, but one of those things is that their persistence, they refuse to give up, they refuse. And, you know, I remember uh, Thomas Edison, 
he was interviewed once whether he was a nice guy or not i don't know i know i think he stole a lot of people's ideas i think he still was had a lot of genius but thomas edison um it took him ten thousand attempts to create the incandescent light bulb Hmm. the result was our homes in the world were lit for the first time and had been for over 100 years So irrespective of whether he was a nice guy or not such a nice guy, we, we owe a lot of gratitude to Thomas Edison. Yeah. And, and a, um, uh, a guy was interviewing him, a reporter interviewed him once and said, look, 10,000 attempts, you know, that sounds mad. Why would you even bother? Hmm. And he said, oh, I wasn't discouraged at all because every time I tried a new way to get the incandescent light bulb to work and it didn't, he said, I knew I could cross off another way that did not work. And it was cl- yeah. that much closer to my target. Now, yeah. very few of us have the persistence to go 10,000 attempts. Yeah. But, you know, not giving up is the core of everything. It's the core Same. of everything. At first, it's difficult. Mm. You know, it, it's like exercising a muscle. It hurts like hell at first. But yeah. after a while, you become quite strong. Mm. And resilience doesn't come from <clears throat> trying something having a setback and running away you know it, it, just enough resilience to pick oneself up and just try again mm. and that trying testing i'm a big believer in testing i do not believe in blind faith because our belief can be correct or it can be inaccurate I believe in testing and getting proof. And my my system is all about getting proof, getting little wins from the beginning. Mm -hmm. You know, if you set a small goal and, you you know, you you use this system and you test it and you get results, you go, hmm, maybe the system's working. Maybe I'm working. And then you go go for a little bit bigger goal. And you can do this quite quickly over a couple of months. You get really big stuff in, 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 in a couple of months. But once you, your belief in your own ability increases, the doors to possibility are just flung open. Mm-hmm. You know, I, 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 example, when I was um, a teenager, I think I've gone all blurry there. It's okay, autofocus has kicked in. Um, as a teenager, I, I, I had asthma as a kid and I couldn't run 100 yards because if I did, I'd be coughing and wheezing and fighting for breath. So... Nobody wanted me on their uh, sports team. I still had to play sports, unfortunately. And they would argue over not having me. Oh, we had Pettigrew last week. He's useless. No, no, no. You take him this week. Uh, you know, it's, it's not very nice to be told the whole no, time you're useless no. and, and nobody wants you because it affects other areas of your life too. Yeah. Not just sports. If you hear the whole time you're useless, you're useless, you're useless, and it causes emotion within you, sadness then you start to believe it. And I, st- you know, I remember going through my teenage years and even into my early 20s, believing I was useless, useless yeah. at everything. And when you believe you're useless at everything, you are useless at everything. So true. And I remember, you know, my, very, my first really big experience in business, it was 1990, I think. And I'd been in business three years at the time. Financial roller coaster, like most businesses in the beginning, yeah. feast or famine. And I, I suddenly discovered, I don't know how I didn't see this, maybe probably negligence, but I suddenly discovered I owed uh, our suppliers three times more than was coming in from our clients in the next right. two months. That's the end, you know? Right. And I was thinking, oh, I just have to fold up the business. And, and then I thought, no, if I do that, I've just wasted three years of blood, sweat and tears. Hmm. So I thought, what last ditch attempt could I do to change the whole situation around? Now, very interesting thing. Around about that same period of time, I started having a lot more experiences showing me that I have very low self-worth, low self-esteem, low self-value. And I was thinking about these experiences back at school. We don't want pedigree. He's useless. I was thinking... Could that be this low self-worth? Could it be why I'm on a financial roller coaster related to, you know, we don't want pedigree, he's useless. Mm. And I decided to last ditch attempt to 
transform self-worth because it really seemed to be the core of why this was happening. So I did a few different things to appreciate myself more, you know, just little things, you know, um, reward myself once a week with some, 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 something special, you know, just silly little things, but making, appreciating myself more. But what the biggest thing I did was I doubled my prices to my clients yeah. and I expected to lose three quarters of them. But even if I did, well, I'm still a bit better off. I'd only have to do about a third of the work for three times the money. Mm. And every single one of my clients, I think I had about 50 then. My, my, my company was uh, renting tropical plants to offices, and mm. banks and shopping centers, that sort of thing. And I had staff going around in vans, watering them and cleaning them. So actually, I only had one staff then, <laughs> one member of staff like that. But tripling my, sorry, doubling my prices. Every single client said yes. Every single client said yes. In fact, two of them said to my face, Mike, we couldn't understand why you gave such a great service and you never asked us for payment and you're all charging us almost nothing. We couldn't understand this. Mm. <laughs> you know, talk about coming from the horse's mouth. You know, six months later, that business was doing phenomenally well. Wow. Yeah. You know, and then I think it was the was the first Gulf War was at 92. And I thought, ah, oh, there were companies in Ireland going back, going bust all over the place, mainly advertising companies, printing companies, few other. I thought this is the end for me. That was the best year I ever had, yeah. you know. And as I say, I, I sold that company to a multinational a few years later, oh. all because I changed my self-worth. I became aware of the things that were holding me back. Yeah. And it was completely and utterly in here. Yeah, you know? you're, so, you're so right. That whole uh, attitude, you know, when you talk about money and if you've never grown up with money, you, you can often have this real blockage to, I don't know that it's right for me to charge that much. I really struggled when I first became a coach, uh, pricing myself fairly uh, because yeah. I didn't think that people would pay for my expertise i thought you know what who am i to charge that and i had to really work through my uh my mindset and you know one day i started asking around about what other uh contemporaries were charging for consulting and training and and i was staggered i couldn't believe it i thought i could never charge that and uh and so i said well what if i charge half of what they charge i'll see if anybody pays it you know even then it was a lot of money you know and and i i I put it out there and then i had people saying oh yeah absolutely we'll pay that (laughs) i'm like hang on a second (laughs) we might be able to pay and so for i think it took me about three years to get to a point where i was happy with what i was charging because every Mm -hmm. year i would just incrementally bump that amount up again because i was so scared that uh, you know, people would say, oh, too much, we can't pay it. But every year I'd bump it up another thousand dollars or something like that. And and then they'd come back and say, yep, we'll book you again. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> and so I, when I think about what I used to charge when I was first started training, probably about five years ago, and I've probably tripled my price now. Wonderful. And, you know, and I'm still not at the high end of the market. I'm mm. still, you know, quite competitive compared to uh, many other businesses. And so it's, you, you're right. You know, sometimes the blockage is all up here and yeah. you've just got to get to the point where you say, you know what, I am worth it. I've done the, yeah. I've put in the effort. I've shown myself as the expert in this industry and, and I deserve to be paid for the work that I do. And yeah, uh, yeah. You've, you've, you've hit on something really important here. It's, you know, in the battle between our conscious beliefs and our mm. subconscious beliefs, our subconscious beliefs always win out. Mm. So you may think, ah, okay, I'll double my prices. For most people, for most people, they subconsciously think, I'm not worth that. I'm still not worth that. I'm not worth yeah. that. The subconscious beliefs will jeopardize that. Mm. So what you just described is really valuable. You did it gradually. Because you stretch your bounds of possibility yeah. gradually over a few years. Yeah. And that for most people is, is the best way forward. Very few people are ready to go from 100,000 a year to a million a year. It's just too yeah. big of a, a, an internal jump. Yeah. 
mm. because a huge part of them, their subconscious mind is over 90%, 95% of your, your mind. That huge part is what the beliefs of your subconscious beliefs always win out. Yeah. So doing it gradually is, 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 is a huge thing. But also I think becoming really aware of what each hour of our time is worth. Very few people do that. Mm. You know, what, you know, one way of doing that is looking at your annual income. Okay. Mm. And then breaking that down to an hourly rate. And, but you know, your, your, your early income is completely, it's, 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 it's completely arbitrary. You know, you can feel like a fraud if you suddenly double, you know, Mm. thinking, Oh gosh, but you know what? I remember it's a bit like the, the title of this book. I hated the title. Mm. I thought it sounds braggy, 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 you know. <laughs> and a friend of mine who's very famous, he is a New York Times bestseller, and he's been in marketing as long as I have. And he came up with this title. We were brainstorming just three and a half years ago. And uh, I said, Mark, I th-, he said, I've got it, I've got it. I said, what is it? The most powerful goal achievement system in the world. I said, I hate it. <laughs> he said, Mike. You got to use it. And we, yeah. we we argued in a friendly way for I'd say about two and a half months over the title. He said, "Look, this will cause intrigue. Mm-hmm. Yes, there'll be some skepticism, yeah. but he said at the end of the day, make it the best in the world." Mm-hmm. And he said, "Look, you've been stu- you've been exploring and studying human consciousness and the mind all your life." Yeah. He said, you know, all the systems out there, you know, you know, think and grow rich and all these different systems that are phenomenal. Mm. He said, I know you can bring stuff together that is universally applicable to everyone, but you can also bring in modern neuroscience and stuff we've discovered since think and grow rich a hundred years ago was written. And he said, oh my goodness, Mark, you're correct. You're absolutely correct. So my whole life has gone into this. My, this is my life mm-hmm. in the sense that I, 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 he, wrote, he put the bar very high mm-hmm. and he gave me something very high to strive to. And I believe it is the best in the world That's great. because it gives results right from the start. That's what people need. And because it's the only system that I know the only goal achieving system I know that goes into the subconscious mind, yeah. finding limiting beliefs, erasing them, and use, using the subconscious mind to achieve what we want. Because when you're using your entire mind instead of only this little 5%, yeah. the difference is enormous. You know, as I said earlier, I, my whole life is about minimum effort, maximum result. Exactly. Yeah. And my mission in life is to inspire and empower people to achieve all their goals as mm. easily as possible and goal achievement i know you know even back in my early 20s the words goal achievement would make me shudder i'd hate the words because i mm. honestly believed i couldn't achieve anything mm. a bit like that those two words self-discipline oh gosh they weigh <laughs> you down in the shoulders self-discipline goal achievement they're horrible words but why because we don't believe it's possible because we think yeah. it's too hard that we're going to be not at all at the biggest things, the biggest businesses in the world, mm. the most extraordinary lives are created through just small tests and seeing the result test, get more result, test a bit more, get a bigger result. And as your confidence grows, your ability to transform your dreams into reality grows dramatically so the the greatest gift we can give any other human being is empowerment yeah so so true and mike i'm resonating with so much of what you're saying and you know i'm just thinking of all these uh moments in my life where this has rung true for me you know where i've been able to challenge or address uh limiting beliefs from my past or my childhood and and seen uh my own experiences change and so i, w- I want to commend mike's book to anybody that's listening or watching he's very generously offered a free downloadable copy to us mike tell us what the uh url is that we can get yeah, it's, at. it's- achieve goalsfast.com forward slash book so that's achieve goals 
goalsfast.com, all one word, yep. forward slash book. And it's, right. it's a goalsfast.com forward slash book. We're going to put that URL in the description. I recommend you go and grab it. I'm going to have a look at it. I love what you've been saying tonight, Mike. And, and quite frankly, I'd love to keep on, keep on talking. It's, it's been a really <laughs> enthralling conversation. You're a great storyteller. You, I can just listen, listen to you uh, talk for hours, I'm sure. But uh, look, Mike, as we come to the close of our conversation today, is there anything else you'd like to share with the listeners? listeners as a as a parting uh i guess suggestion for moving into 2021 because so much is still unknown 2021 yes. hasn't reset like we hoped uh you know we're still dealing with pandemics we're still dealing with lockdowns uh what do you want to say to the listeners about how they can move forward from here great well i think one of the biggest things right now is fear and you know i don't like the acronym anacronym um, false energy appearing real. That's just not valid. Mm. And a friend of mine who died some years ago, he, he had a great analogy or an acronym for fear, friendly energy announcing risk. Okay. okay. So we're in a time now where there's a lot of fear. It is not a guarantee that things will be bad. Yes. You know, no matter what our situation is in life, whether we have lost our job, whether we are locked down at home, if we, mm. Even if we cannot see what's going to happen in our careers and livelihood yeah. three months from now, we have the ability to recreate ourselves yeah. right here, right now. So, it doesn't magically happen overnight, but yeah. we are living at a time in human history where we are forced to do things in a different way. Yeah. And all I say is just test, test what I've been sharing to, today. Download the book, test 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 and no matter how fenced in we may appear to be right now honestly there are extraordinary extraordinary possibilities out there if you look at the you know the biz businesses throughout the world yes the airlines are in terrible crisis mm. the financial system is messed up but people who are running online businesses are doing better than they've ever done yeah, before so way true. beyond yeah. what they could expect and you know what anyone can work online uh, a gift to the world is udemy.com u-d-e-m-y.com mm. learn any new career for almost next to nothing and yeah. we can all reinvent ourselves we can all reinvent ourselves and also every day we can start afresh every day we get to decide to take a new path and yeah. do things slightly different instead of just relying on the same old way, because the same old way will not work anymore. You know? You're, you're so right. I think it's Gary Vaynerchuk that says we, we're living in the, the only time in history where you've ever been able to start and run a business from your phone. And Absolutely. everybody, everybody yeah. could do something, uh, start something. Uh, with the internet and if they've got a computer there's you know something you can do Definitely. out there my my 15 year old son decided he wanted some extra cash and he had friends that wanted chewing gum so but they didn't want to go to the supermarket and so he uh, would go every morning to the supermarket and buy the wholesale packs of gum and he'd sell them <laughs> sell them for a profit and then he decided, hey, there's, some, there's something in this. And he started buying secondhand PlayStations in thrift shops and, and then saying, okay, well, maybe somebody might want this. You know, so you know, there, there's so much opportunity where if you just look uh, and if you look for the need and you look to fill somebody's need, you'll be able to create something new for yourself. Mike, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much. Great. If people want to reach out and uh, maybe talk to you more or learn more about mm -hmm. what you do, where would uh, where would they go to find? Yeah, you? my website, mikepettigrew.com. But you know what? A lot of people can't spell the word pedigree. So just <laughs> achievegoalsfast.com. That yeah. will divert automatically. Achievegoalsfast.com. And the book is achievegoalsfast.com forward slash book. Book. All right. To download it. Great. We're going to link to that, Mike. Thank you so much for your generous offer of Thanks, giving us a copy of your book. And thank you so much for talking to us today. Welcome. Thank you. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you got a ton of value out of that episode. Don't forget to let us know what you thought in the comments. And if you have a topic you'd like us to cover next time, we'd love to hear from you. If you know anyone that would benefit from the content that we produce, please like and share this channel. And we look forward to having you next time on the Tarun Stevenson Leadership Channel.